Hello everyone, I'm that one nerd Jacob. And I'm that one Scott Collins. And welcome to episode 10 of Those Nerds on a Podcast. We're in double digits. We're in double digits, baby. Double digits. Yeah, and don't mind that I'm wearing the exact same shirt from last week's episode, because as I stated last week, but I lied about, we, we totally aren't recording multiple episodes this weekend. Yeah, you know, it's just... I just laundry. happened, yeah, I just happened that is to the, wear the, the most exact same shirt in his arsenal. Yeah. I, I happened to wear the exact same shirt. None of the hair grew on my head, you know, none of the tiny hairs on my chin grew after I shaved, you know, uh a week ago, totally a week ago. Not not yesterday, of course. And I can totally talk about more what's happened with my March Madness bracket because a lot of the games have totally been played. Um, Can you believe that that team did a thing? No fucking way, dude. Yeah! Yeah! That thing! Oh my god. But yeah, we are recording the second episode uh, of the day. So, episode 9 we did before D&D. Then we played D&D. I turned out that I- It turned out that I was a fucking water genie prince! That was a surprise. Yeah, D&D be wildin'. True, especially homebrew content. Yeah. Homebrew. Yes, sir. Colvin is a hell of a DM. True. He is an amazing storyteller. But yeah, so we're just gonna sort of fire from the hip on this one because we're recording uh, Isaiah's episode tomorrow. Uh, and then after that, we have to come up with something else, uh, to record tomorrow. So yep. we're recording straight nine through 12. Oh my God. You got Any anything? <laughs> you got anything at all? Oh yeah. Yeah. So. Do you, what animes do you watch? Dude, I, we've been over this. I still haven't finished My Hero because I don't want to watch Crunchyroll with ads. Crunchyroll with ads? Ew. Yeah, that's why I'm saying, like, I'm waiting until I can restart the membership, but I just have to have the money to do that first. Yes, it's cheap, but with all the Isn't other like bills two, and shit. Ugh. Isn't it like $2 when you no, buy when you have it's like $8. Really? Okay. Yeah. And like eight dollars doesn't sound like a lot, but after you take out all my bills, I'm normally left over with like twenty bucks after every paycheck, and I have to use that for anything that might come out, which I can barely do anything if I need twenty dollars in gas. Shit, that's gonna last me, you know, a week. <laughs> yeah, just go into debt. Need money? Go into debt. I mean, yeah, that's how it is. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, like I said, I was in the middle of season two, and then, uh, I don't know what happened. I just didn't watch for the rest. Oh, it's because I only had a two-week trial. That's what had happened. Yeah. Yeah. Just makes a new account. Gets another two-week trial. Picks up from the episode <laughs> I left off on on my main account. People at Crunchyroll, 
why is he starting from the middle of season two? <laughs> <laughs> you fool, I have over 70 alternative accounts! That squeak, as soon as you said 70 alternative accounts, at first I thought you started farting. Shit's pants. <laughs> Screams about how many alternative accounts he has. Shit's pants cutely. Refuses to elaborate. Ends podcast after four minutes. Dude, it's actually been four minutes. You can't see how long I've been recording. What the fuck kind of black magic bullshit is this? Hidden skill. I can actually guess time very well. Oh, fair, fair. This is really good at going. It's about 12, and you look over at the clock, it's 12.03. I'm very good at going. It's been about 15 minutes since the time passed, and then it'll be like 14.38. Yeah, dude, I'm very good at being, like, as far off as possible. Like, at work, I'll be like, oh, yeah, dude, it's been, like, another hour, and I'll say that at noon, and then I'll look at my watch to check the time. It's only been 15 minutes. <laughs> like that fucking puppet. It's been 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah 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 i feel <clears throat> like whatever we talk about this episode after us getting philosophical two episodes ago and then having a very serious discussion on our zombie apocalypse tactics last episode it just doesn't feel right to not be funny this time you know it feels well, like a necessity <laughs> well let's go into more philosophy jake what is the meaning of life <laughs> how does one combat the crippling loneliness in one's soul you have a wife my point still stands charity if you're watching and i know you are because you always comment on every single episode you should beat caleb's ass ass after he said that <laughs> your, your husband's lonely kick his ass <laughs> He feels oh. lonely even if you spend time with him. Kick his ass. He's an ungrateful fuck. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, I saw the greatest joke ever. Okay. So there so there are these two carpenters, right? They're working on a house, right? Yeah. Uh the dude grabs his like his hammer and switches out it switches his out switches it out for a dildo, right? The dude <laughs> Was about to nail in a, a part of the wall, and he and he's not looking because he's focusing on the nail. So he grabs the the dildo, smacks it. The dildo comes back, smacks him in the face. He goes ah, and then the board falls on him in the head. And then I go to the top comment on that video, and it said "ball peen hammer." God damn it! I was wondering where the fuck this was going. Why does a carpenter have a dildo in his tool arsenal? <laughs> Ball peen hammer. Oh my fucking... Shut the fuck up. I did okay. not turn notification sounds on on my watch. Not you. Quit turning on notifications. You're a bitch. <laughs> Caleb is now dep... What was that? A carrot. Oh, okay. It didn't look orange, it just looked plain white. I'm like, did he just snap off a tooth and then show it to me and then chew what? it? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? It just How? looked it looked pure white to me in the camera. Oh, probably the ranch. Yeah. 
Uh, so I guess one thing I could talk about, we, we saw the new Scream movie last night. Is it any good? It's pretty good. I mean, if you just like slasher movies, it's good. Uh, Summer was complaining about one of the continuity things because, uh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert for anybody watching. Although at this point, the movie's been out for three weeks by the time this episode goes up. Um, a character that died in the last movie comes back, and the only explanation is like, yeah, I died for four minutes. Well, shit, he died for four minutes. <laughs> yeah, she she died for four minutes, came back, started working for the FBI, I mean... Were you killed? Sadly, yes. But I lived! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like I said, just, if you enjoy slasher movies, it's a, it's a solid movie. Like, I've only ever seen the first two Scream movies, so I don't really have anything else to base it off of other than the first two. But I liked it. I I, I thought it was good. Have I seen any movies recently? No, no, not really. Damn. I want to yeah. see John Wick 4. <clears throat> I want to see Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. Hmm. Listen, it looks so good. It it just looks so good. I always get the ad on TikTok where they're talking to the dead guy. And it's like, we can only ask him five questions. They only get to ask him one actual question. And then they say four things in the form of a question. And the dead guy answers. <laughs> and he falls over. I remember seeing that. Yeah, no, it's just, it's amazing, and that, that feels like the most D&D &D encounter that I can think of. <laughs> Four more questions, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, I wasn't talking to you. That didn't count, did it? Yes. Only answer whenever I speak to you, okay? Yes. Why did you have to say okay at the end of that? I didn't. <laughs> Dies. <laughs> that's me that is so me as a fucking as a fucking corpse whatever the hell it really is and i feel like that's something that would happen if we ever like started talking to a dead person because i do have the animate the dead spell for my character so that's hypothetically a situation that can happen in our campaign <laughs> the way he instantly falls over fast in death, too. Yeah, I know. Like, no time. Just... <laughs> I didn't. Ben dead. <laughs> I didn't die some cringe. Die some cringe. I swear to God, someone needs to make that, like, a gif. Just die some cringe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So, you know that guy, Maxor, the dude who made the uh, Metal, Gear Reven Metal Gear Rising Revengeance? Uh, YouTube poop in the form of a reactive, in the form of a, in the form of a, uh, uh, 
You know, the one with the with all the Senator Armstrong oh, uh fan does with the that with why don't that's a that's a good point, Senator. Why don't you back it up with a source? My source is that I made it the fuck up. Oh, okay, you know, was, yeah, yeah. So he so he released a video on Genshin Impact. Oh Jesus. <laughs> and if it even ha- it's if it's even half as good as his Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. You had me at Genshin Impact. So, um, the other Caleb that occasionally comes into my Twitch chat and everything, mm-hmm. he plays Genshin. Mm-hmm. And he's been trying to get me into Genshin as long as I've known him. And I told him, I'm like, dude, I played it once. I just, I don't enjoy it. Like, each their own, but I, I genuinely don't like it. Like, and, you know, I'm not going to play a game that I don't enjoy. Raid <laughs> Shadow Legends. Um, fuck Raid Shadow Legends. Again, by the way. I know we shit on them before, but fuck those guys. Watch, I'm going to play Raid Shadow Legends at one point, and I'm going to be like, wow, this game is actually pretty good. Because, I don't know, maybe it's a game that I particularly like, and they're going to be like, hey, I remember all those times your friend just sat there and shadowed us? I'll be like, ah, no paid sponsor? Fuck you. Okay. Well, you know what? Enjoy the game all you want, but listen, I I never actually talked about why I hated the sponsorship from Raid Shadow Legends. So, first of all, I'm just going to talk about the entire campaign briefing here. I'm going to make my nerd out uh, shitting on the Raid Shadow Legends sponsorship we are never getting sponsored by raid shadow legends in the future after this ladies and gentlemen here we go nerd out okay so i use stream elements uh for my streams and occasionally they will reach out with sponsorship opportunities from certain companies like i've gotten i forgot to check it in time but i got stuff from like hello fresh uh there was some farming sim game it looked like one of those shitty Facebook games back from the early 2010s. But anyway, uh, I saw Raid Shadow Legends reach out. And um, I believe that what they were offering me was $150 to $500, depending on certain goals met throughout the campaign. And I'm like, okay, that seems reasonable. So the first thing, play Raid Shadow Legends for four hours with sponsored overlays. Cool, I can do that. A four-hour stream is a little long for me, but if it means getting potentially $150 to $500, I'll do it. Great. And they even encouraged honesty. They're like, if there's a part of the game that's bad, talk about it. Don't overdo it, but talk about it. I'm like, okay, perfect. I can do that. I, I love the fact that they're encouraging the creators to be honest. And then... The last requirement that they gave me was 10 people had to install the game through my custom link. Perfect. I just have to play it for four hours uh, with sponsored overlays. I also had to put 30 second ads in there for Raid Shadow Legends, but that part was easy too. Uh, So play it for four hours, speak as honestly as possible about it, which I did fib a lot um, because I hated the game. But again, I wanted money that I didn't get. So I could tell you I could tell you that you weren't having the most fun with this game. Like, don't get me wrong, I was being open-minded. I'd never played Raid at Shadow Legends up to this point, so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a shot. But anyway, <clears throat> so campaign ends. I hit all three goals, and then I don't get money. See the stretch goals that were on there. So those three were supposed to be the base to get $150. 
Um, stretch goals were like, oh yeah, get followers to spend X amount of money in the game. Uh, you spend X amount of money in the game. And I'm just like, no, I'm, I'm not going to do anything that requires money to be put into the game. You know, I'm just going to do the bare minimum. I'll take the 150. That's fine. It was required among the 10 people that downloaded the game for all of them to, in total, amongst the at least 10 of them, spend $250 on the game. Yeah, you want me to sp you want 10 people to spend 25 bucks on your game? Like they never specified that. They listed that as an optional goal. So they they left it vague on purpose and I felt taken advantage of. Like again, the money goals were listed as optional whenever I did the campaign. So I thought I'd just have to play it for four hours, get 10 people to download, and run sponsored overlays and ads. Fine. That's fine. But nah. Nah. You leave out the crucial detail that you need $250 before I can get $150. And that's just kind of bullshit. Uh, a few months after that, they reached out again with the same ad, and then uh, I deleted it. And then Stream Alums was like, would you like to leave a reason as to why you don't want it? And then I left the exact reason why I never want to get a Raid Shadow Legends sponsorship ever again, and I have never gotten one since. Like, if you like the game, great. That's perfectly fine. The game, in and of itself, in my opinion, was mid as hell. Like, it's just another run-of-the-mill mobile game. But it's the fact that they left things intentionally vague to take advantage of the creators that were wanting to get sponsorship opportunities again they took full advantage of me by leaving shit out that they should have told me and that's why now like if i ever do get a sponsorship again in the future i'm going to test things beforehand i am going to like i read through that raid shadow legends uh segment and it wasn't listed so i'm going to double check everything but because of that i i can just never respect raid shadow legends at all like, game mid. The creators of the game, absolutely fucking awful for intentionally leaving out those crucial details. Like, fuck those guys completely. I hate them. I hate them. And if for some reason they ever see this podcast, hi, creators of Raid Shadow Legends, you guys are a bunch of fucking bitches. Stop watching. I like viewers on this stream, or not on this stream, on this podcast. I don't fucking want your view. Get the fuck out of here. You're a piece of shit with a shitty mobile game preying on small creators. All right. Okay! <laughs> Jesus! Yeah! And now the viewers and listeners know why I hate Raid Shadow Legends. They know the truth! The truth! Yeah. All right. So uh, I got most of that story from you but i didn't realize how in depth it went yeah like i i told you like a very generalized <laughs> version of it but yeah I got... it went pretty deep oh uh, shit man speaking well, of like good this. sponsorships though go to www.w.gg and use code scouty at checkout for 10 percent off your order damn it <laughs> But listen, listen though, my my fruit punch uh, flavor came in, dude. It's like a sourish fruit punch, so it's not overly oh, sweet. Oh, that's amazing! 
It's a sour fruit punch. That sounds amazing. And it tastes so good. And for some reason, it's not as chalky as like the blue raspberry one is. I think the blue raspberry one is just a little bit chalky because the because I think I left it out. Uh, I think it got chalky because I left it out of in the container with the lid off like all night and a bunch oh, of like that'll do. I live in I live in the humid region of Georgia, mm-hmm. so all the water got in there and was just like <laughs> chalkified, and I'm just like no. That's definitely what happened. But yeah, um, seriously, Dubby, I still have yet to buy any because as we mentioned with my Crunchyroll thing, I'm broke. If I can't afford eight dollars a, a month, I can't afford thirty dollars. I've got a Dubby hat. Hell yeah. Want me, want me to go get it? Go get the dubby hat while I am the dubby hat. Viewers. <clears throat> but yeah, so, um, let me think of something to talk to y'all about. Uh, fucking, yeah, fucking, we'll talk about, no, we're not going to talk about fucking. Oh no, that's a horrible idea. I guess I can see what games are live right now in March Madness. Uh, so I can see how my brackets are doing and how absolutely fucked I am. Let's see here. Dubby hat! Dubby hat! Yeah, this is it. Dubby hat. Aw, damn. I... I predicted once again a wrong outcome of one of the games in the work bracket. Wow, you suck. I do suck. You want to know what's funny, though? Let me read you some of the names of the, uh, the brackets people put in. Uh, one person named his March Sadness. Uh, another one named theirs $10 L. (laughs) $10 L. And then I named mine, which is completely ironic since I'm in last. I named mine. This bracket is 100% correct with no flaws. (laughs) Whoops. I am in last place. Shit. Oh, damn. Dubby hat. Dubby hat. Huh. Is that this little thing on the back that uh, says be better? Be better. Be better. Be better. Be better. You can yeah. buy this hat, by the way. Off can. of the Dubby website. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I saw that whenever whenever we were plugging Dubby last time. You wanna... You want... You wanna... You want a little bit off on this hat? It's a cool hat. Probably use the code. Want code this hat? Scouty. Yeah, get that. Get that. Co- get the hat. S C O U T Y. Yep. You want the hat? You got. I put in the code. <laughs> yeah. S C O U T Y. South Carolina, Oklahoma University. Thank you. What? <laughs> yeah, SC South Carolina uh-huh. OU Oklahoma University TY. Thank you. Jesus Christ, man. I hate myself. Oh Jesus. Pull a fucking trap card. I can't think of anything. Oh shit, I don't have my trap cards on me. God damn it. Hold on. I have a I have a plan. Conversation with fr- conversations with God. Conversations with friends. Uh, oh shit, that's a TV show. 
Wait, no, this isn't what I wanted. Damn. Uh, 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 Hulu. Uh, to, who the fuck is Alex Murphy? I don't fucking know, dude. Conversation topics. 99, 99 mindful conversation topics uh mindful sounds like it's gonna be too philosophical again though fuck it let's do it uh (laughs) i'm not sure if this is philosophical okay what is a language you love to listen to even if you don't speak or understand it all right listen listen Mm. i shit on k-pop a lot but there's Uh, one k-pop artist i will never get enough of and that's Psy. Mm-hmm. Sai is the OG K-pop artist that became nationally known or internationally known. And like I will still listen to his music, including his new music, to this day. So like I guess you could say Korean is a language that I will never fucking understand, but I just love listening to it because of music. I love listening to J Rock, which is Japanese rock music. Yeah. Like that, like that seems to be my foreign uh my foreign uh, music that I listen to a lot. Hell yeah! So so Cape <laughs> so Japanese when, so, and Korean. Hmm. Yeah. When do you uh, when do you get infected by the BTS people? I have never been infected by the BTS people yet. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie and say that BTS music is bad. I have listened to a couple of their songs and like they they are pretty good. Like I will admit it, but I'm never gonna go into that k-pop culture where i will literally tell someone to kill themselves whenever they say that they don't like k-pop that is those are just teenagers that have nothing else better to do those are teenagers that rarely ever touch grass and are sheltered in mommy and daddy's house with mommy and daddy's money one of my favorite ways to smack down those kind of people is yes but how but how's your relationship with your father <laughs> Dude, there was one time where I was just trying to have a rational conversation. One was just like, yeah, you're mad. I'm like, nowhere in what I said would show that I'm leading to anger. I'm just saying, like, there's no point in putting a fan cam edit of a K-pop artist under a wrestling post. <laughs> My, uh, I, I hate to be that guy, but when people keep, but ironically, when people keep asking me why I'm so angry, even though I'm not angry, it makes me angry. I mean, that's what they're doing it for. They want to make you angry I, so they can prove themselves right. I I know what they're doing, but it still I still makes me want to just power bomb them onto thumbtacks that are on fire. Dude, just, speaking of power bombing, so I was at work. Uh, this was like a month or two ago. We had talked. I was about at this. work. <laughs> so, uh, we all know how there's a wrestling pay per view called SummerSlam. Well, mm-hmm. Dan, one of the fellow managers, not not. Twitch Dan, but yeah, work Dan. His blood sugar levels are normal. Yes. Um, he thought of an amazing idea. We get a shitty table and have Summer slam Isaiah through the table and call it Summer Slam. <laughs> and Summer and Isaiah are both 100% down with the idea, too. Oh my god. So that means I have to teach Summer how to properly lift. I have to uh, I have to teach Isaiah how to post, and then mm-hmm. I have to teach Isaiah how to bump through a table. <laughs> I, I don't think Isaiah could take a bump, let alone a bump through a table. 
I mean, yeah, we're gonna do it on... Oh, well, that doesn't make it sound good. I was gonna say, we're gonna do it on our living room rug. In case anyone doesn't know what we're talking about. So a bump is what a wrestler does whenever they fall. It can be on their back. It can be a face bump. Uh, which is not a front bump. A front bump is whenever you do a flip into a back bump. But anyway, there's a reason that whenever wrestlers are fighting outside of the ring, some of the falls that they take look like shit, and that's because the rings are padded and have a little bit of give to where whenever you fall straight on your back, it doesn't knock the wind out of you. That doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. Yes, it, it still, still hurts, hurts like shit. Like, but if, but, oh. it, but you can keep but you keep your air. You but keep if you your land air flat on like... the ground. Mm -hmm. But if you land flat on the ground, your air goes. <laughs> yeah, like if I were to try to take a bump right here on this carpet, I would stop breathing for a few seconds because like there's no give to that. It's just yeah, it's a little soft because there's some carpet. But you know what's underneath that concrete foundation. So. Just know that the reason wrestling shows always say don't try this at home is because what it they're doing, fucking hurts. What they're doing is in a safe-ish environment. And people get injured all the time. Biggie fucking broke his neck. And might not be able to wrestle again. He fucking better. He better. I don't he, you can do it, Biggie. I, I mean, he's been you. in a lot of promotional stuff lately. So if if Edge can come back, anybody can come back. I'm just hoping that, like, post-Mania, he comes back for something. Oh, man. You know what I love to see? What? I want to see a triple threat match between Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar, and Big E. It's just big, meaty men schmacking meat. Just big old meaty men slapping meat. Dude, that, that sounds like an amazing match just for the fact that they're all big meaty men smacking meat. And the fact that Drew McIntyre and Sheamus are, are going into a triple threat against Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship. The smacking and the just bruises that are going to be all over those men by the end of that match. And you know what? I cannot wait to see it. All right. You know, since we're on the topic of wrestling, I'm going to look up the current confirmed WrestleMania card, and we can give some of our takes on that, see how that's yeah. going to work out. When is WrestleMania? Uh, April 1st and 2nd. I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss night one because Dallin has his uh, senior recital, and I told him I'd be there. Uh, Dallin in college? Yes. Okay. Yeah, senior, senior recitals is uh so first is most likely matches that are gonna happen but aren't yet announced. So we've got night one as the WWE women's tag team championships, uh Becky Lynch and Lita versus Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. Jesus Christ. I don't see them not putting Lita over now that she's back in the ring. Like, yes, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, actual fucking fighters. Like, they have UFC backgrounds. But, like, 
I don't see them not putting Lita over. I don't see them making her lose in her first WrestleMania back. I don't know. It's one of those things like how many matches does Lita have in her is the thing. And that's true, but like, I don't know. If it wasn't for championships, I could definitely 100% see Lita going over. Like, 100%, no doubt in my mind. But with it being for championships, I'm going to say it's 50-50, but I, I would still lean Becky Lynch and Lita. I think Shayna and Ronda are going to win because it would give Ronda something. It would give them both something to do, and they've been rocking that whole uh, four horsemen dynamic. And also, and... it's the fact that they can actually mesh as a tag team. That's the one thing I don't like about the women's tag team division in WWE, is they don't make tag teams with just women. They just throw two women together and hope it works. Yeah. Like, they do the same thing with the men a lot, too. Yeah, like, with Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, that is actually a believable tag team that I could see, like, forging the way for the rest of the women's tag team division in WWE. Mm-hmm. I'm still gonna say Becky Lynch and Lita, though. <laughs> Fucking nostalgia got me. Yeah. Plus, her theme song is, is, is amazing. <laughs> okay. So, next, unannounced uh, for night one, but most likely going to happen, WWE Undisputed Tag Team Championships, the Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens has finally been coming to Sami Zayn's side after Sami Zayn split from the bloodline, and they've been doing a lot of shit with the Usos. So it's probably going to happen. Um, and now that the bloodline's slowly falling apart, I definitely see Sami Zayn and Kevin winning. Also, mm -hmm. with all the hype behind Sammy right now, people mm -hmm. love Sami Zayn. I I am willing people to bet. Too. Yeah, I'm willing to bet that they want to ride the Sami Zayn train a little bit longer. And even though it might not be a world title like people wanted, giving him a championship is still giving him a championship at the end of the day. So I I feel like this one would be Zayn and Owens. The thing is, is that I I personally could not. If, if Zayn beat Roman, I just wouldn't buy it. I just wouldn't. I just can't. Mostly because Sami Zayn has never really been in that kind of position before. Mm -hmm. So for him, now that he's been in, a ma in the main event of a pay-per-view, he can obviously go back to that spot and fight for a world title later. So I think what we've done is we've set Sammy up to be a uh, upper guy, a main event guy. He's going to probably win the tag titles with Kevin Owens. And I think what that will do is if it's night one and Roman is a night two, we can have literally the rest of the night and literally all up until Roman and Cody's match for, the, for Roman to start just breaking apart live on pay-per-view. Yeah, I can see that happening. Okay. So now they're moving on to night two unpredicted matches. I don't know why they put these into separate nights. I don't know why they just couldn't say unpredicted, but probably, or unscheduled, but very predictable matches. I don't know why they're branching it off into night one and two. Although the tag titles in night one makes sense. So that way Roman has to let the feeling of his cousins losing the tag titles sit. But night two, the first unpredicted or un unplanned but predicted match of that night is going to be Bray Wyatt versus Bobby Lashley. I'm going to be honest, I have not been watching wrestling enough to even know that these guys are feuding. Um, I think I would, I think that's going to be a good match because I've never 
Bobby is one of those guys that he's a big guy and he wrestles like a big guy, but he can have a match with just about anybody. Oh, for sure. There have been cases, especially in his earlier career, where his competence matched the confidence of his opponent a lot mm-hmm. so he would have fantastic matches with people who were fantastic but if you put him in there with a guy who was mediocre he would have mediocre matches and if you put him in there with a guy who couldn't really wrestle you'd kind of have shit matches yeah because but nowadays bobby is one of those guys that can have a just that can have a bobby lashley match with just about anybody yeah he he's and... good at leading people through the motions if they need it yeah, but he's also really good at taking directions because Bobby has done has done a lot of stuff that you wouldn't typically see a guy like Bobby do. But one of my favorite matches is Extreme Rules 2018, Bobby Lashley versus Braun Strowman at that last man standing match where where the ending is literally Braun Strowman like spearing Bobby Lashley <laughs> through the fucking Titan Tron with yeah. the sparks going everywhere. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah! Yeah, and then and then Braun gets up. He's just like, yeah, and ambulances and referees and medics are trying are checking up on Lashley. There's a dude with fucking uh, anti electrical gloves running in to see if he has to pull Bobby out and shit. Like little details like that was was really cool. Fair. Um, I would definitely we'll win. I would put Bray over Bobby. Bray's yeah. been back in the company for too short of a time. They had him go over uh, at Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. And I guess this rivalry's only been building up for a few weeks from what I'm reading on Bleacher Report. But um, I feel like Bray Wyatt is just too big of a name, even if Bobby Lashley's a great wrestler, which he is. He's he's definitely one of the Fantastic. best on the roster right now. Um, It just feels like they still want to try to build up Bray. Maybe not for, like, the world title scene, but they want to give him one of the other championships. Uh, and I can't really say mid-card titles either because Austin Theory and Gunther have been doing great work with both uh, the they, U.S. and Intercontinental Championships, respectively. It's almost like, get this, they're, they made the, the TV championships important for TV. But either way, I, I, would see, I would see Bray going over Bobby by some sort of weird supernatural mystic distraction thing because that's bray's thing you know i could definitely see like 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 uh uh bobby is like overpowering bray and then uncle howdy just comes out of nowhere chair shot okay we all know that uncle howdy's bow dallas right i mean i I fucking hope so could you imagine if it was like dave otunga or something it's not dave otunga like the the skinniness and he was laughing at bobby lashley's face or someone's face a couple weeks ago on SmackDown, and the laugh just sounded just like Bo. I'm like, yeah, this this is know. Bo Dallas. Maybe maybe it's their dad. Maybe it's their dad. It could be. It it's could not, be. Their dad. It's not IRS. Maybe it's maybe it's their actual fucking uncle. <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> IRS had a IRS had a wait 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 entire... wait Uncle Howdy. It's Tristan. It's fucking Tristan. <laughs> He's coming from his howdy house. Oh, oh my fucking god! Anyway, um, and then the last uh unplanned but currently predicted match, which I think everyone is seeing coming, is Dominic Mysterio versus Rey Mysterio. I think Dominic has to take it. Yeah, the thing is, Rey Mysterio was the first announced inductee for the WWE Hall of Fame this year. 
-hmm. I feel like Dominic is going to go over and this is going to be Ray's last match. Probably. And, you know, I, I don't really like Dominic's gimmick of like, oh, yeah, I went to prison for two days. And he's acting... I, I, I... I love, I love it. I mean, <laughs> I will being... admit it's goofy and it's like, it has he's... that wrestling feel. You know, it feels yeah. like a wrestling gimmick. He feels like he's trying so hard to be hard, even <laughs> though he's not. And he's really, and he's really <laughs> selling it. Yeah. But like, it, I, I, it, it, it just kind of works for me. Cause I'm like, you little shitter. Yeah. But I do see Dominic going over and I do see this being like Ray's retirement match. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure they're going to dub it something like, Oh, mask versus career or something like that. Uh, but again, I, I feel like this is just going to be Ray's last hurrah since I think he is 50 years old now. Like he's getting up there. For uh, for me, I love it when he calls uh, when he just unironically uh starts calling people like the generic slangs, and he's like, and Corey and Corey Taylor and Corey Graves, Corey Graves is just like Dominic. Talk Dominic has lived that thug life. I'm just like Corey for the love of God. I fucking love I, Corey Graves. I I, I, I there. It's cringy, but the fact that they're being cringy on purpose and leaning into it to generate heat is perfect and also i unironically calling rhea ripley mommy makes me cringe every time and i'm just like so buddy please shut this kid up and i'm just like this is exact this is a fantastic tv all right anyway so now we're going on to the actual confirmed matches confirmed. uh night one brock lesnar versus omos i think brock's gonna take it i feel like they might put omos over just because they want to build him up Omos can do like four moves. And you know what? So you know what? the you great know... Kali, and they made him the world heavyweight champion at one point. Yeah, but you know, Great Kali has like big muscles and stuff. So does you Omos. Omos. They're I mean, about yeah, the same height, roughly the same body build. Yeah, it's just that it's just one's Indian and one's Nigerian. Like I I mean, I guess. I don't I don't know. I feel like I feel like Kali went straight to the main event and Omos has been kind of exposed because, you know, he's, he was AJ's guy for a while. You know, he's like been around. And we kind of and we can kind of see through the fact that his moves are his move set isn't very, you know, diverse. I literally think it's just going to be I literally think they put that match together just so we could see fuck Brock Lesnar get Omos up and F5 him. I literally think that's all this yeah, is. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I, I still have Omos going over, though. I, I think Brock is just going to come in, suplex Omos a couple of times, maybe even hit the legendary Brock Lesnar belly-to-belly over-the-top suplex. You know, really you know, really get in his licks and then F5 Omos and then F5 Omos in, the, in like five minutes and get the quick win. Yeah. I, who knows? Maybe they would. Maybe Omos. Ha maybe Omos is just gonna all of a sudden have this really cool skill set or something. I I, got, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know, man. I don't know, man. All right, all right. Next, Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul. I think Seth is. They're both really hot in terms of popularity right now. Is the thing. Like yeah. Seth's very popular. He's. The other night, he was on the uh, Tonight Show. Like, that mm -hmm. 
whenever a wrestler goes on a talk show, you know that they're a popular wrestler because that means they're putting them out to a national audience that might not know about wrestling. But then you got Logan Paul, (laughs) who's just popular. I will never not count on WWE for putting Logan over anybody. Yeah. Remember, there was at one point Logan Paul technically beat Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. But I do see Seth Rollins going Logan over. Paul was Logan Paul was like number four to be eliminated from the Royal Rumble. Yeah, no, he made it to like the final four people. I'm like, that's a that's a very prestigious spot. <laughs> yeah, like being in the final four of a Royal Rumble match, that means that people think something of you. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I do oh, okay. I do have Seth Rollins going over Logan Paul, although I think minus the Royal Rumble, Logan is undefeated. So I don't know, but Seth is my pick. Who do you got? I think I want Seth to win, but I have a sneaking suspicion they're gonna make they're gonna let Jake win. I mean Logan? Sorry, Logan. Jake is the other one. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Intercontinental champion Gunther versus Drew McIntyre and or Sheamus. I think they did finally wind up determining that it's and Sheamus. Yeah, it's and Sheamus. Dude, it's going to be a banger. Oh, fucking no. I don't know who's going to win, but I am predicting this to be one of my favorite matches of the entire WrestleMania weekend. Literally any of them could win, and it would be a fantastic ending because if Sheamus wins he becomes a Grand Slam champion automatically automatically put in for Hall of Fame yeah like that like he's been in for over a decade he's been in the game for over a decade he's been in Triple H for over a decade (laughs) he has been in one of Triple H's guys for over a decade yeah but yeah, this is this is one I won't be disappointed with any outcome, right? I could realistically see any of these three winning that match and becoming the Intercontinental Champion. But just for the fact that I want to see him become a Grand Slam Champion before the end of his career, I'm going to pick Sheamus. I think Gunther's still going to keep it. Okay. I think Gunther's going to keep it and, and uh, you know, just set himself in stone as one of the greatest Intercontinental Champions of all time. By beating could two happen. former, by feeding, by defeating two former world champions, he's gonna do it. All right, Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair versus Oscar. I think Oscar's gonna take it. Yeah, like I love Bianca Belair. She is one of my favorite women that WWE has on their roster right now. Like, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. she is amazing. But Oscar's got, Oscar's got that vibe back where when yeah. she first debuted. Yeah, in, it, w- like that's, in NXT when she debuted. That's what I was thinking. NXT, like I'm getting a bunch of early Oscar feeling from her current run. Like exactly. we're not seeing the goofy Oscar that's like oh whoa. Like we're not seeing the goofy Oscar anymore. We're seeing to be like fair, goofy goofy Oscar is great when she's yeah, a face. Yeah, definitely. But like. I, I just feel like the way Asuka's been built up, this is like the exact same Asuka that I think went undefeated for a while, so... Yeah, she went like 435 days undefeated. Yeah. 
So for me, that's just like, oh. And then she, and then I saw that she switched out her uh, Empress mask for for demon masks, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah. And then I saw her, and then I saw her fighting more strong style again, and I was like, oh. And then I saw her lock lock in like four different types of submissions in like forty five seconds in the elimination chamber, and I was like, oh, yeah, dude, she's she's definitely. We're we're back to seeing the old Oscar, so yeah, I I agree with having Oscar going over in that match. I know exactly how it's gonna work. Is that Bianca's gonna try and overpower Oscar, and Oscar's just gonna slap on submission after submission after submission mm-hmm. after submission, and eventually she's gonna just catch Bianca, and Bianca's gonna have nowhere to go. All right. So next, Hell in a Cell, Edge versus oh, Finn Balor. Edge. He has too much experience in the cell. See, I think. I want to say Edge, but also Damian Priest is the only member of the Judgment Day, aside from Dominic, but again, Dominic and Ray is definitely going to happen at Mania. Uh, Damian's the only one in Judgment Day without a match. So I feel like he's going to be very quick to interfere in the match whenever it doesn't start, or whenever it starts not going Finn's way. I hate it when people interfere in Hell in a Cell matches. Yeah, I do too, but like... I, I feel like this is just something you can see coming from a mile away. Trust me, I hope just, it doesn't happen. I want Edge to get his Mania win over Balor in a Hell in a Cell, but... I would lo- I would love to see... Uh, who's taking on Beth Phoenix? Is Beth Phoenix... I don't think on? Beth Phoenix is... I think Beth... I hope that that uh, Damian Priest tries to interfere and Beth Phoenix just slams him against the cage. That would be times. fucking great. <laughs> just fucking power bombs him. Get the fuck out of here! And Phil's like, what the fuck? Turns around, spear. (laughs) Yeah, that could be another option, but even with the interference, I'm gonna give it to Edge. Like, I I feel like, like you said, with the experience in the cell, you know, it's it's hard to say Edge won't be able to win that match. Mm. Alright, so... This is another one. For some reason, I don't... Okay, they said it was an unplanned but predictable match for the Raw... Or not the Raw, for the Women's Tag Team Championships. But then a confirmed match is Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish Stratus versus Damage Control, which is EO Sky, uh, Dakota Kai, and Bayley. So are they just gonna turn around after that match and have Ronda and Shayna immediately challenge for the tag team champ what the fuck i don't know what's wrong with you bleacher report predicting a match between people that already have matches at night i don't know they're they're definitely putting becky lita and trish though since that's a non-championship match they're putting them over for nostalgia's sake like 100 percent, 100 percent. what says you oh uh, yeah i could see that I mean, I don't really have too much else to say about that match. Like, you can tell they're trying to pander heavily to nostalgia for the women's division, and rightfully so. I mean, Lita and Trish Stratus, you got two of the best women to step in the ring, so... Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So, next, you have United States champion Austin Theory versus John Cena. I don't see John winning just because winning a championship, especially the United States championship, would feel like a full-time move. And John Cena is definitely only there for WrestleMania. 
They did that already, too. Yeah. So, like, I, I, I definitely see Austin Theory winning, especially because a lot of people have been comparing Theory to Cena. They want people to be like, oh, yeah, well, Austin Theory can go over Cena then. But, yeah, I see Austin Theory winning, but I also see it being an amazing match between the two. Oh, yeah, this so, is going to be a great match. So, yeah, Austin Theory takes down John Cena. Now, um, if for some reason they are bringing Cena back for a, for a full-time spot, that would be cool. Um, or they could easily just, you know, have Cena win at Mania. Next night, Theory challenges because, you know, Raw after Mania and then Theory wins it back. Maybe. They could do that, but my... They don't, they don't really need to do that, though. Yeah, no, they, like they could easily just put Theory over at Mania. Like, give give him his WrestleMania moment as a champion. Could you imagine if he just calls his, starts calling himself Big Match Theory? God damn it. Because <laughs> Big Match John, Big Match Theory. Big Dick John. <laughs> Not Big Dick John. All right. SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. I, I, I'm sorry, you have to pick Rhea Ripley here. Rhea Ripley has been, among everyone in the current most. women's division, the most, like, popular. Everyone's mm -hmm. been getting behind Rhea. Like, I, I don't see them not having Rhea Ripley win. Especially since, you know, at the forgotten WrestleMania in front of no audience... Charlotte Flair beat Rhea Ripley for the NXT Women's Championship. Mm -hmm. So now this is Rhea Ripley's chance. That yeah, was a great match. By it the was way. a great match. Like even with no crowd, that's definitely a match to watch. Um, but this is definitely for Rhea to be able to come back and get her basically revenge on Charlotte. Like, oh, you took my title at WrestleMania. Now I am taking your title at WrestleMania. So I, I definitely see Rhea Ripley going over here. Yeah, I can see that too. Not, not, not to mention that uh, Dominic could start calling Rhea Ripley "Mommy Champ." Champion, mommy. <laughs> mommy it. has gold now. <laughs> All right, and then finally, the main event: Cody. undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes. It's been a fun ride with the bloodline, but Cody Rhodes has to take it. Yeah, like we were mentioning earlier, the Usos are probably going to lose night one if that tag team match does happen. And that's just going to that's gonna mess with Roman. But what I could see them doing... Cody, obviously, I feel like is going over at Mania, right? They've, they've built Cody up so heavily just in the past year that he's been back. And Cody's shown that he can go the distance. Like, the Hell in a Cell match with Seth, where his arm was the way it was. Going all the way from his chest to his shoulder and still put on a banger? Dude, there's no way you can't say that Cody is not being built up as a main event. As the he, main event. He is literally the guy. Why? Because he said your injury and did it anyway he is the guy because triple h is like oh yeah hey aew you see the guy that helped make your company now he's our champ <laughs> no i don't Literally. think that's the only reason but um here's a here's a couple of reasons why i think cody's going over aside from him just being <laughs> built up so heavily 
Roman's already part-time. He's stated that he no longer wants to do full-time. He wants to basically follow the likes of The Rock and John Cena and do movies. Have He's an acting career. fake-ass bitch. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, again, Roman's already been part-time for a while now. I feel like it only makes sense after a nearly 1,000-day reign as the Universal Champion I think he wants a bit of a break. <laughs> yeah, like, even though he's not wrestling on every show, like, being a champion for nearly a thousand days. And none of the crowd going, get the fuck out of here! Oh, yeah, the fact that everyone's been behind Roman is astounding, I'm but... I imagine telling 2016 Jake and Caleb that Roman Reigns would hold the title for over 1,000 days. And no, close to 1,000 days. At the... At the time that Bleacher Report wrote this, it's been about 940. Well, won't it be almost 1,000 whenever the match happens? They wrote this, like, a week ago. Oh, it's okay. only an extra 20 or so days. Well, so, like telling, I said, close to 1,000 days, though. That is imagine nothing. Telling, imagine telling us that back in 2016. Like, yeah, we would have been like, no like oh, no, nah, they wouldn't make Boomin' Lames the champion for that Boom. long. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> they tried. They tried so hard to get people to like him, and, and then they, they realized they're just like, "Oh yeah, let's make him a heel." And then everyone fucking loves him. It's almost as if people could tell that he was forcing himself to be a good guy. Literally, nobody gave a shit about him until he almost died from leukemia. <laughs> Which is sad, but... <laughs> it, took, it took cancer for the WWE universe to finally go, hmm, maybe we've been a little hard yeah, So anyway, uh, Roman's been champion for nearly a thousand days. I feel like that's a long enough reign. The only way you can make that reign mean something more is to beat Bruno San Martino's record. And as much as people love Roman, I don't see them sticking the title on him for another 1,500 days. I cannot see it happening. Like, it's just, it does not feel possible in the slightest. Um, like, no way. Two, another prediction that's been kind of circling around. Cody wins the Undisputed Championship at WrestleMania, Raw after Mania. Roman just challenges for the Universal Championship. Not the Undisputed Championship, just one. Reseparate the titles because US Bay, US Bay, USA has been complaining that they don't have a champion full-time on there. And then, you know, SmackDown has been kind of doing the same thing on Fox. I feel like they need to split the titles for them to have separate brands make sense. The thing about uh, Raw is I feel like USA really is on WWE's ass much more than Fox is on WWE's You would ass. be surprised. Like, Fox has a much farther outreach than USA does, and I'm pretty sure that's why Roman Reigns, a wrestler from SmackDown, has been champion for as long as they have been. USA has been complaining for months now that they don't have a full-time champion, but obviously Fox is happy because it's like, oh yeah, that's, that's one of our guys, that's one of our guys. But I do see them trying to find a way in the week after WrestleMania, if not by the next pay-per-view, which with Triple H being in charge, do I don't know if they're going to do Backlash or not, but they have to split them after Mania. I know how to do it. How? 
here's here's what you do. You have a tournament on Raw, tournament on SmackDown. SmackDown superstars will challenge for the world title. Raw superstars will challenge for the universal title. But the universal Winner... title's a SmackDown championship right now. I just switched what I just said. You're a bitch. <laughs> the SmackDown got well the tournament for Universal over at SmackDown tournament for World Heavyweight over in Raw. Here's what that's what you do. And then all you gotta do is have Cody Rhodes wrestle the one guy and then have him wrestle the other guy. And you know, whichever belt he keeps, he just goes over to that brand. Or he loses both the fucking belts after a goddamn month. Well see, that's kind of <laughs> what you people... would be. Which would be kind of horseshit. That's kind of what people were expecting to happen, though, at WrestleMania. I remember a big rumor being that exactly what you were suggesting. They would have a tournament for both Raw and SmackDown. They would do the Universal Championship match at the beginning of Night 2. So that way, Roman would win. By that point, he's all beaten up and tired from the first match, but still has a burst of energy for the second match, which is the WWE Championship in the main event versus Cody Rhodes. Cody wins the uh, the WWE Championship. Roman retains the United the United the un the, the Universal Championship uh, to continue his reign. But the fact I just had the greatest fucking idea. Huh. Which show is Sami Zayn on? SmackDown. What if Sami Zayn wins the tournament and now it's Cody versus Sami for the for the Universal Title? They could do that. They could do that. And then you could have Cody drop the Universal title to Sammy, but have him keep the World Heavyweight Championship. Cody goes over to Raw. Sammy Zayn is a world champion. And then you build them up to where they can fight each other again for the Undisputed Championship at Survivor Series. I don't want... If they split up the belts, I don't want them to unify them again unless they're going to end the brand split. Like, that... I, I love the fact or, that Roman or, I love the fact that not. Roman has been dominant, but if whenever they split or, the belts, I never want them to unify them again. I, I had another I okay, then maybe not for the reunification, but maybe Cody wants his win back. Yeah, see I could see them doing that. But I am the truth. If they make I it a the winner truth. take all situation again, I would be fucking pissed. Like, it's it, you do one of two things, right? You end the brand split. Unify the championships into just a single fucking belt. Make it really cool. Bring back big gold. Bring back the big gold belt. Make that the championship. I know that the reason the WWE championship looks like that is for branding. So that way, whenever they do things like talk shows or sports awards like the ESPYs, it's got the big fucking WWE logo. But that's boring. The big gold belt was beautiful. It was nice to look at, and it looked prestigious. Not just WW slash. What the fuck? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, that pisses me off that they have four titles that have the same design. <laughs> oh, my but favorite belt is the American. Way, my favorite belt is the American Eagle WWE Championship. Yeah, that one's that never one's gonna good. get old. But either way, if you're gonna unify the titles, make it one belt in the brand split. Obviously, as of lately, the brand split's been unimportant unless they're going to do a draft again mm -hmm. or split the titles and make the draft actually mean something. Don't let people just jump back and forth between brands for no other reason than, Oh yeah, they just wanted to be here. Don't do it right. Either in, just... the, in the brand split, keep the titles unified, make it one belt, not two or 
resume the brand split, have a draft after WrestleMania, make it a hard rule to where that superstar cannot appear on the other brand except for situations like maybe Money in the Bank or Survivor Series, and then move on from there. Don't be having a unified champion jump between two brands and then having another person jump between two brands because that makes the brands feel useless. It makes it feel like just a caveat, just to make it feel like you have the illusion of, oh, these are two different shows, when in reality, they've been the same fucking show since Royal Rumble. Raw and SmackDown have not been any fucking different. Oh my god. <laughs> You've been... Man, I'm the one that usually rants about booking, but you're, you're on a tear. Listen, I mean, listen, there was the time, like, whenever the brand split first restarted, where you could pick one brand and you would actually feel a distinct difference between the two. And now mm -hmm. you've got the Bloodline appearing on both shows every week. You've got Sami Zayn appearing on both shows every week. You've got Cody Rhodes appearing on both shows every week. It's old. I, you know what I would love to see? What? I know it's probably, what if, what if, uh, what if the Usos keep their tag titles, but Roman loses his championship? I don't, I don't fucking know. That would be a pretty cool to, to thing to see, but I don't know. It's an hour five. Do you want to nerd out? <laughs> Jesus. Um, sure. Nerd out. Okay. <laughs> so this is how you book wrestling. It's very, very simple. Whatever the crowd says goes. But also, if you're going to have titles, make sure that the titles mean something. Yes. In the case of the Intercon, you have two brands, so you have to keep the two brands separated and independent. Otherwise, whenever you mix them, it won't feel like a special occasion. Mm -hmm. Like the past three fucking months. Anyway. The world the world the world champion the world champions are Obviously, the world champions are obviously above the mid-card belts. So, but if you're going to have world champions, they need to feel more, they're going to, they're going to, they have to feel more prestigious, which means that them wrestling on your TV show has to be a special occasion. That being said, that being, that being said, we still need main events. So you have tag, so you have tag teams that actually make sense. Mm -hmm. You have women, you have the women wrestle in the main event. You have your United States champion wrestling the main event of Raw, of SmackDown. That way, that way, that the, that way, the world champion can worry about bringing in people onto Peacock in order to watch the actual shows. Yeah. Whenever you're booking, whenever you're booking women, make sure make sure you don't book them exactly the same as the men. The reason why is because women have a different psychology than men. So when you take two women and just say, I want to be the top, the top, the top woman, that fizzles out very quickly. It's not the same. It's not, it doesn't feel the same as when two guys can fight for months over being the top dog. Instead, what, instead, what you have to do is you have to make it to, is a, you have to make it personal where one person wronged the other. So, so a best, so a good way to make it personal is say, say you start off with the premise that the uh you start off with the premise that they want to be top dog but then all of a sudden one female uses the other person's finisher on them to win the match that makes it personal now because that's his move because that's her move that's just or you could say attack or you could say or you could make them go after family other stuff like that 
But I've just noticed that in women's wrestling, making them fight over the top, the quote unquote top spot fizzles out a lot faster than the dudes. That isn't, I don't know why, but that's just how it is. Uh, next thing's next. Um, when Make sure you always have some kind of special attraction. The reason why is because you is because you have a lot of pay-per-views. You need to make sure that you you need to make sure that if you have a weak or under or underdeveloped champion, that you have something that'll bring in eyes in order to help that champion grow. Um, how many divisions are in the WWE? We have NXT. Is two hundred five Live still a thing? Are the cruiserweight no, still a thing? Cruiserweight Championship got unified into just being the North American Champion. Ship. Uh, uh you do have nxt level up which is now development for development but to be fair i think with triple h being in charge he's trying to make nxt a touring brand because now instead of uh nxt pay-per-views being at the performance center they're in actual arenas now well the pay-per-views right yeah just the pay-per-views but i think it is triple h's plan to make it like a traveling show like raw and smackdown I understand that. Um, make sure that your developmental guys uh, stay in developmental for as long as possible. The reason why is because the second they move to a bigger show, they're going to their weaknesses are going to get more exposed. Why? Because it's a lot more cutthroat the higher up you go. Um, make sure whenever you have tag teams, the the group. Tag teams are great for booking because, for one thing, the matches are longer, so you can fill in more time for your three-hour shows on Monday Night Raw. I'm sorry, so, I hate three-hour Monday Night Raw. Save three hours for pay-per-views, not weekly television shows. If you're going to have, if three hours is a requirement, which apparently it is for the WWE business model, you need to have a strong tag team division. So it would make sense that it would make sense that if you that the women's division on SmackDown Live would be stronger than the women's division on Raw, but the tag team division on Raw would be stronger than SmackDown. That's because not only because of not only because uh you book it that way, but because the tag team should get way more ring time. Therefore they're smoother. Their finishes are better. They're more they're more agile and quick in the ring. They're able to understand psychology. And I hate butting in there. here, but that's why some people prefer uh AEW to WWE is because they know how to the manage tag their tag teams. Yes. Uh, I'll finish it up with this thought: is that um, you book? Is that yes, you book to the crowd, but also if the crowd doesn't understand where you're trying to take the where you're trying to take the story just yet, that is on you because you're not telling the story as clearly as you possibly could. That being said, if you're having a a story developed that takes time, you have to let the, you have to build good rapport with the audience in order to let them let you cook. Yep. And that's just my basics on how, on wrestling in general. Fair. I feel like everything I just said was was correct. Yeah. All right. Well, this is yet another 10-minute over podcast episode. Listen, listen, listen. Technically, our episodes were supposed to be 45. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, fuck it. We can fill an hour. And then we filled an hour. And then we realized that sometimes even an hour isn't enough for us. So, well, anyway, um, I'm glad we got on the topic of basically just covering what we're expecting to happen at WrestleMania this week. 
because I think by the time we are recording this... Yeah, this episode's gonna come out the Wednesday before WrestleMania actually happens. So we unintentionally did a perfect, perfectly recorded episode for WrestleMania. But yeah, uh, we'll leave you guys with that. Join us next week whenever we have uh, Isaiah, our boy Rabbit Squirrely Six, aka my former manager, whose job I stole. Um, and yeah, see you guys.